Yo guys, welcome back to episode 8. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're so excited and if you can tell we have some better audio in the house. So, uh, shout out to Chris. Oh, you want to do a shout out? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we just want to thank uh, Christian before uh, we get into the podcast. Um, we've never asked anybody for anything <laughs> and he offered out of the kindness of his heart. My man came uh, through. Yeah, so really? we appreciate you, dude, and uh, thank you for all the... Uh, just the confidence and the belief you yeah, have in us, definitely, one hundred percent. It's so cool. See him like, um, kind of like, like by him doing, like by him helping us out and uh, supporting, supporting the podcast is like, he's kind of like uh, a part of this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The support. Yep. So shout out Christian. Thank, thank you, you so 100%. much. Thank you, brother. And yeah, guys, thank you guys for, uh, for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys as well. And today is a very very special episode. Uh, we teamed up with uh, two individuals that have started their own company and. Uh, we are at Coffee King. We're, we're really big on supporting local brands, supporting yep. local business, as it's, it's very evident in our in our Instagram posts that, that we're always supporting our local businesses, supporting individuals, supporting brands, online brands. And um, this is just another one of those things that we're just supporting people. And um, today, George, gonna, I'm going to go ahead and hand off the mic to him. <laughs> hand off the, you have your own mic. Uh, because we got to upgrade boys and girls. Three you mics know? now. Yeah, three mics. Yeah. So, George, go ahead and take the it big from here, movies. man. Um, yeah, so like Lalo was saying, um, this past week, uh, we got the opportunity to meet and, uh, well, I mean, we've t- talked to him before a little bit here yeah. and there, not in passing, not, not, uh, formally introduced, but, um, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so we want to start a little kind of a mini series, mini segments uh-huh. inside the, in the podcast. Um, just talking about different, uh, coffee origins and, uh, learn everybody, you know, yeah, definitely. all of us. And I think because it's gonna be cool. I think like how we, we've always said that we never want to, I mean, we don't know it all. We don't even know the, can't even scratch the surface of the coffee world. But uh, just like you guys and most of us, we are also in our own journey of learning about coffee, learning more about yep, yep. what it is, what it is that we're sipping on all that stuff. So um, with that being said, like I think starting that, those kind of uh, segments is going to be really good for all of us mm-hmm. too as well. So maybe just talk more about yeah. what they can expect from these uh, different <clears> segments. <throat> Yeah, so, um, I mean, kind of spoiler alert for today is going to be, uh, we're going to start off with Vietnamese, but, um, you know, we're going to go deep, yeah. Colombia, you know, all that stuff, all Africa, yeah, yeah. all the uh, major and the smaller ones like Vietnam. <clears throat> so, actually, Vietnam is not even one of the smaller ones, but um, yeah. just the ones that, I mean, Vietnam's not really talked about. That's Definitely. the thing. And that's um, why we're doing this episode, yeah. actually. So, that's a cool yeah. one. Um, but, yeah, so, um, it, it would be... Greatly appreciated if you guys voted and uh, send us, you know, what you guys would like to hear w- about which origin. Yeah. Um, obviously, we do these for you guys. So, <laughs> yeah. if you guys give us some feedback, um, that'd be super awesome. And, and we can uh, start getting some some episodes yeah. in. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I just want to throw it in. We are beginning to uh, to record our podcast as well. So, if you guys I are really... I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> like, I hate to bring it in. Sorry. But um, if you guys are really interested and want to see like a video footage, stuff like that, oh, yeah. um, please let us know. Like I said, we're always trying to improve. We're trying to make things more, just more, uh, uh, make it better for you guys. Just better quality, everything as a whole. So uh, we definitely appreciate you guys' feedback. Mm. And we do plan on doing like little side uh, videos to accompany yeah. the, uh, the the podcast. So. Actually, you just reminded me of something because um, I was going to bring this up. If you or anybody out there is a little small roaster or yeah, even if a bigger oh, roaster would yeah. to yeah, yeah. um, want to be involved, um, obviously with uh, 
you know, we're starting it up with a Vietnamese coffee. And so obviously it's going to have to do something with Vietnamese. But for the next one, you know, if you are a specialty roaster of Colombia, yeah. whatever it may be, and you'd want to send us it over for that podcast, I mean, that'd be even yeah. way better. I mean, even if it's not for that one, but that'd be super awesome. And then we could uh, talk about your coffee and share, yeah. share it among us. Especially because you want to highlight those smaller brands that yeah. don't have as much of a, a following or whatever yeah. scenario. So to uh, start it off, we're going to get right into it. So if you could only drink what kind of coffee, one kind of coffee drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? So it also excludes or includes iced or, or hot. So you have to pick iced or hot and it has to be whatever kind of drink. Oh, man. So one kind of drink? Yeah. <clears throat> I would pick a pour over. Pour over? Yeah. Oh, nice. Because you can go, you can... Good choice. You can add some milk to pour over. You can, if you want something... That is against the rules. I know. Oh, to take that back. <laughs> no, but I'm because I'm trying to think like, hey, what, what if one day I want like a latte? You know, I can try to no, manipulate it. No, that's the it. whole point of the question. No, oh, okay, no, no. then never mind. It has to be, yeah, it has to be straight up. No, I'd, uh, I still pick a pour over. Okay. Pour over? Yeah. Good choice. I think if I had to choose... I think I'm self-diagnosed la- uh, lactose intolerant, <laughs> so I can't go with the milk base. But you know what I've been sipping on lately that I think is going to be a really good one? Refreshing. Um, I know this is like against the, the barista law, but I would say like an iced latte, but with less milk. So like iced cappuccino. <laughs> you always, uh, yeah, get, that at, much technically, you always yeah. get that at, at the coffee shops and, and it's, uh, it's not good. Uh, so I would say like an iced latte, but with oat milk because I'm self-diagnosed lactose intolerant. Um Ice vanilla latte. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't specify the vanilla. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. It's it's icy. You can always have it on a cold day as well. It's just refreshing. Not next a fan the, of oat milk. Next to the chimney. <laughs> oat milk's good. I've it's, it's grown in, it's grown on me. The oatmeal, even hot too. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not all the way there not yet. Hot. Just ice right now. Yeah, because yeah. it it does change the taste. Def- I mean, for my for myself. Yeah, well, yeah, for me, I was gonna say that's why <clears> I haven't mm-hmm. done it. Especially almond milk, but not oat milk. I think the more you start drinking it, the more you, you kind of get used to it. Mm. And um, it does help, though, because for myself. <laughs> I think the texture just, th- like, throws me off. Yeah. It just, it oh, feels yeah, 100%. Like, the one you brought, like, me the other day, yeah. I was like, what is, like... Right when I tasted it, I was like, something's wrong with that latte. Yeah. But it was just oat milk. It was just oat milk. Mm-hmm. The latte it's is not for everybody. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, uh, it also depends on the place, like... Um, like oh, Starbucks, kind of, I think it has like different. Oh, I wouldn't even mess with that. At that no, point. well, I'm just saying. At that that. one, I just take the L and get, <laughs> get, a, and get a home milk. <laughs> oh, no. Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Your oh, mistake wait. was coming to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as, yeah. Go ahead, George. Oh, take it away. Yeah. What else? All right. No, no, wait, wait. Well, actually, what's your what's dream? Mine? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I was yeah. saying. When I was writing this question down, I was thinking about it. And I was, I was thinking, like, man, um, I just, I prefer iced. I guess yeah, a hundred percent of the time. So yeah, I'd probably be going like with a nice hmm. cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I like the taste nice. of cappuccino, but cappuccino. I mean, yeah. It's because sometimes you don't want too much. It's because yeah. if you add too much milk, it just drowns out the whole yeah. coffee. Exactly. Yeah, it's tough, man. Tough decisions. First, first world problems. <laughs> first world problems. <laughs> if oh, you could boy. open a coffee shop anywhere in the world, where oh, would it be? Oh man, that's a good question. San wow. Diego. San oh Diego. my god! <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. No, I think I would be. I would want to be somewhere like for. Uh, it's tough because you want people to like understand the coffee. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. you can't just pick anywhere. Like if people aren't gonna want to think about that. Yeah, that. True. like I was gonna say right now. Like I, like I know there's a big coffee scene in Mexico, but I was thinking like deep down in Mexico, 
that looks it's kind of like I don't like know where no, you know like okay. kind of like Mexico City like towns you know kind of like oh, more it's like way too hot over yeah. there for me oh shoot I'm gonna right. pass on that one um, <laughs> okay with that being said uh, uh, I'll pass wait Mini was San Diego <clears throat> actually your answer yeah wow <laughs> you said anywhere. No, that's Mini, why. I mean, yeah, Mini doesn't pass up the opportunity for us to make fun, bro. <laughs> like, you can go anywhere yeah, and you go know, to San Diego. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. Respect. Yeah. Great respect. city. Where would you go, Georgie? Six one nine. Yeah. Respect. Six one nine. Damn. For me, I'm gonna have to give it up to Tokyo again. Tokyo. Yeah, that's gotta be the first spot I'll hit. I feel like Tokyo. I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking like if I was like if I've ever been there, but I yeah. feel like Japanese culture is culture that would appreciate coffee oh for sure yeah i, I would want to be somewhere like a small village kind of town but if i if it could be successful without i mean if i could just make coffee for them and i have to like worry about like the success of a business yeah, yeah. i want to be like in a small village like in like in, in thailand or something like that thailand? just like yeah mm-hmm. just like like yeah like we're around in a, in a moped yeah and just go and make coffee over the village and like throw beans in the oh this answer sounds cool now that sounds so boring San Diego well, yeah, I mean you know yeah. San Diego. I mean, <laughs> respect respect San Diego okay, love the city okay. love the city true true but we're in San Diego oh, oh now since everybody knows yeah. there. um I haven't thought that far but I would say somewhere near the beach is there there's not a lot of like good coffee shops like near the beach like literally like oh no at least i haven't been to Shots one fired. no Shots like fired. i mean like literally like right on the beach no i know what you mean you know like when you look literally on the sand yeah like no no like when you look out the water. literally on the inside water. the water <laughs> no you mean like <laughs> on the boardwalk right no, yeah like like on the pier kind yeah like no, where you look out pier. no when you like look out the window of the coffee shop you see the ocean from your coffee shop yeah yeah I haven't been to coffee shop. If you guys know anywhere that's like that, I would want to go. There's some, but it's not right on you, right? Like no. Bird Rock, I know is close to. What, yeah, I know, I know that. Yeah. Bird, 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 Bird Rock and Better Buzzer are on the same street in PB. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And I know that there's one in uh, like Oceanside. They have uh, OB Beans. OB Beans, yeah. But, but I'm talking like right, right on the. I'm talking yeah, like I know what right you're saying. on the. Beach. That makes sense. I'm sure it's freaking expensive. That's why. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's why. A bunch of tours. Tour. Tours, <laughs> tourists, tourists, bunch of turtles, tortoises. No, not the tourists. It's just because it's a high demand, so it's like everybody wants to. Look. We didn't say anything about price here, because I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, Thailand. Right. Yeah, we're, we're Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo. Okay. We're trying to knock off your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Your dream. That's true. At least Sorry I don't have that. to move for mine. Hey man, there's a reason why true. San Diego's uh, <clears throat> up and coming with the coffee. Yeah. Than yeah. a lot of other That's places. True. Yeah, yeah. That's true. All right. There's a reason for, for that. All right. Shenanigans. So we're going to get right into the uh, facts for the Vietnam coffee. So first, before we get into that, I want to ask you, what is your experience up until now? What it has been for Vietnamese coffee? Interesting. So today when I was like researching because I didn't, I didn't think I knew a lot about Vietnamese coffee. Uh-huh. But then I realized I think at Lofty Coffee... Or where was it? I tried it somewhere in San Diego. Like, I mm. randomly got Vietnamese coffee. I think Seven Seas might have had. No, that was like a mojito thing. But no, I had it mm. somewhere here in San Diego one time. Mm-hmm. And it was Vietnamese-styled coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't think I liked it, but I tried it. Why didn't you like it? Do you remember? Or no? I think it just, it just tasted different. Mm. Like, not what I was used to. Interesting. 
I think for me, I don't think I ever had it, but when I think about Vietnamese coffee, and this is just me like being like, uh, like, judgmental towards the coffee, I think <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, no, no, like like I when know. I think about Vietnamese coffee, I, I've always thought about like Turkish coffee, mm. you know, where it's kind of like a dark shot of, of a like a black. Well, when we talked to those guys, mm-hmm. remember that's like that's the first thing that came to my my head was like Turkish style, like even though it like doesn't really, yeah, yeah, like, they're not just like yeah. not common. It's just yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like drip, like typical drip coffee, but I always thought about it being like shot and like grainy mm. and like dirty, like earthy, earthy notes for sure. I know I, that's what I've always thought about Vietnamese coffee to be like earthy notes, mm-hmm. like very like tobacco tasting, like, you know, yeah. burnt kind of stuff like that. I can see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't think I've had it before. I've had it, well, I for sure I have had it, but mm. not um, like where I was like awarely... Aware? Is that word? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Where I was like aware, or maybe like examining it for mm-hmm. the oh, coffee. You know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I had it just as like a oh, this is Vietnamese coffee. Yeah. But, um, that's interesting because I mean it's true there. There's not. I mean there is a lot of places in San Diego, but as far as it being like, how many people when you ask them what specialty coffee shop you like? Oh, I see. How many of them do they say Vietnamese? You know, right, coffee. Yeah. Origin, so stuff. obviously there's a reason for that, but. Um, so coffee was introduced to Vietnam in 1857. So not even that, not even that long ago by the French and slowly grew as a main producer of coffee in Asia. Wow. Mm-hmm. So who are the biggest coffee producers in all of the world? I know they're, no, I know they're number two, okay. right? Yeah. So I, I, don't, did your I, research, I yeah. don't know who's number one, but I know that they're number two. I would have to assume number one is wait. I think Africa. It, oh wait, no. I think we had this question in one of the previous episodes. Really? I think we assumed it was like Brazil or something like that. I'm mean, sorry, like Hawaii. Oh yeah. Or I don't know. No, you said Hawaii. I think, <laughs> I think we said Africa, <laughs> but I think it is Brazil or something. No, no, no. It's uh, um, <laughs> New Zealand or like Australia. One of those. One of those that we were like, what? I think it was, yeah. I feel like it was Australia or something like that. Mm, no. <laughs> Oh Jesus, it's coming, it's coming to me. Oh man! Do you know the answer? Of course. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm embarrassed. <clears throat> well, if you guys had to guess, <laughs> what are the top five? How to say? Top I have to five. be Africa. You have to guess top five. Africa, Indonesia, like Asia. Okay. Africa, Asia, um, South America, <laughs> the whole <laughs> continent. No, but okay, but yeah, okay, fine. Like, South America, um, but where? Ethiopia, like Indonesia. I have to say. Um, like Guat- Brazil, Guatemala, Guatemala, um, perhaps. Oh, I, say, I would say like. I don't know. I just know. I definitely number two is Vietnam. Guatemala is a good one. Yeah, Vietnam for sure has to be up there somewhere. <laughs> um, I said those three, and uh, maybe like uh, let's 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 throw in um like, Guatemala is a good one. Mm-hmm. You guys sound lost. Oh, I mean a little. <laughs> okay, so who is it? All right, so. This is what I love about doing these kind of things, because then we all learn a little yeah. bit. Yeah, heck yeah. Brazil is number one. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Didn't I say that? At the top. And then Vietnam is number two. Brazil number one. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I know, huh? Oh, well, remember that one thing we shared about in the recent podcast? That, or, um, what? That the Brazilian people were the ones that sold coffee on the way oh, to, yeah. The, oh, yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. the World yeah. Cup. And Brazil's so big. I mean, it Olympics. Oh, Olympics, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did you say? World, World Cup. Cup. 
They get a stock. Hey, if you, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Not Brazil, man. Brazilians. It was probably like soccer. Something like the World Cup for the Olympics. They know how to kick the ball, bro. Yeah, that's for sure. Number three is Colombia. Ah, you totally miss Colombia. That's for sure. Yeah, number three is Colombia. Number four is Indonesia. 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 Yup, I knew it. Number five is India. 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 Wow. So Ethiopia didn't even make it in the top five. That's interesting. Crazy. Ethiopia is number six. I would assume just because their terrain or like their yeah the popularity yeah everybody always talks like it's like that's like wow. the main one. That's interesting, huh? I didn't know that. So. Yeah, that is very interesting. Good stuff. So um, <clears throat> obviously you got like any crop um, you know wasn't a killer, especially we have to think about back then like obviously the Vietnam War happened, all these things that. Um, obviously, Affected you're going to look for food uh. before you're making beans, right? So if you're mm-hmm. a farmer, um, obviously, one, you make more. They used to make more money with rice. I mean, I don't know if that's the case anymore, but um, you make more money with rice. It's more tradable, yeah. right? If you're mm-hmm. in wartime and you're trying I'm to survive, gonna, yeah, you know, food, yeah, rice. food is number one, right? Yeah. So, so for the beginning, it wasn't a, a money-making machine, you know, like a killer. Uh, because it was also harder to grow than, than rice. Um, their value even now, the value for coffee beans coming out of Vietnam uh, fluctuates a lot, meaning that tomorrow could be a different price. Oh, man, that's okay. So, yeah, that's crazy. So imagine, like, it's kind of like the stocks, like uh, yeah, the yeah. stock exchange. Like, it, it literally changes from day to day. Um, oh, that being said, Vietnam is still the second largest producer in the world, uh, right after Brazil, with uh, their Robusta coffee, which is what they make, um, which is 97%. So I, I wrote it down, 97% of their total, uh, what they make. So 97%. only 3% is the Arabica, which okay. is the most... Wow. Like top quality. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Top grade. So, um, you know, with that being said, right now with the specialty coffee... Uh, community, you know, like what do you see the most is obviously, you know, Arabica is like the yeah, that has mm-hmm. to be you know, that's like the word that everybody knows, yeah, the term exactly, right? For good coffee. So, when you have a not as good of a bean, obviously, you're gonna roast it a lot darker because I you want to get rid of all those nasty notes, maybe. I mean, hint to Starbucks, but don't <laughs> 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 they go too hard on Starbucks, yeah, but know, hey, man, they deserve it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so um, I don't want. I didn't want to get too deep into the finance, even though it is a huge deal. Um, because obviously, at the end of the day, um, I mean, you have to make money if you're yeah, if course. that's your job. If that's you know you're risking your livelihood on your farms and you produce beans, and of course, um, the uh, the money finance aspect ha- has a lot of importance but yeah. that's not what i want really to talk about we want to talk about more the uh, the cultural maybe the, the other side of it the community yeah. yeah um so for those of you who are listening um vietnamese coffee is a little bit more of uh, always served drip coffee i mean i think you guys would know that mm-hmm. I've never really seen it i mean when have you heard of espresso vietnamese yeah. coffee I don't i have i don't think i ever have ever seen I, it honestly. i mean just drip in general like mm-hmm. you hardly ever see mm-hmm I just, mm-hmm. It's just making me think about like when I go to coffee shops, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Vietnamese coffee on the, on the shelves mm-hmm. or like promoting Vietnamese. So I'd like to get into that later on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. continue. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, that's a, 
pretty telltale of like the kind of quality that they have coming out of there but again it is robusta uh, coffee so um a lot of it is um meant for just like instant coffee so mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. um you know yeah, your quick Nescafe yeah. or all that stuff um what most of us started out with um so obviously you know when you're drinking that kind oh, of yeah. coffee <laughs> and you're putting creamer in it i mean there's not really an importance to put a quality bean, you yeah, know, yeah, no. quality roast, all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that, that that's kind of like the, um, um, you know, like when the, it's kind of like another topic, but it's same, it kind of goes in the same thing. Like when the UFC started, you know, you have like these guys fighting each other in cages mm-hmm. and nobody's going to pay. Like, how do you get that to the public? Like, you got to have this rich dude. Like, how do you come in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to have this rich dude who can lose money like in the first couple 10 to 15 the, years to take the first hit right yeah. to to be able to so I, I feel like that's um you know right now somebody has to take the hit if they're gonna go with arabica beans mm-hmm. in oh, vietnam yeah, yeah. right so um oh definitely we are not uh finance experts but i'm just saying that <laughs> you know that's kind of in the world that we live in obviously right if if there's not a I mean, even if somebody wanted to produce good quality, I mean, you had to buy so many. We talked about this with one of the uh, guys who sources when we went to a lot of the competition. I don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. at uh, Luwak and TJ. Right. Uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, TJ um, or Mexico in general. Being able to have like Africa yeah, beans like, and all yeah, that. You got to have this super rich dude come in, buy a bunch of land, not expect a return in five, ten years. And then, <laughs> you wow. know, and that, that's the world that we live in. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, just, I, mean, I was just facts. thinking about like, yeah. uh, also from a farmer's uh, standpoint, it's like, okay, I can make quick buck, just not even care about the coffee. Exactly. Just, exactly. I just produce mass, mass of, of, of coffee and just sell it easier to sell to the big companies that just want to pay almost close to nothing for, mm-hmm. for, the, for the, for the beans and for their work. And just say, Hey, just give me a bunch of this. And then they'll sell it in the market and it's probably more easy, easier, easier to sell for door mm-hmm. price, all that stuff. So I think that even even for a farmer to take that risk, like okay, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna produce good coffee, Vietnamese coffee, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't have the exposure, the the maybe the the knowledge of people that know about the Vietnamese coffee, Arabica coffee. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes like all around. It's a bigger risk for people to. Uh, yeah. So yeah. somebody would have to take that hit if you know if they Couple want. Couple of them. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, obviously, you can always um, the roast is a big deal. Um, but I mean, like like something I wrote down right here, uh, robusta coffee and the way they do it is it contains twice as much caffeine as arabica beans, um, although they are considered to be inferior quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, right there it <clears throat> tells you what kind of coffee they're made for. It's instant coffee. I mean, yeah. that's that's their market. Um, they know they're gonna sell. <laughs> they know that that's their you know that's what their company's doing it for. So I mean, it's kind of those things where like. Um, there's potential and stuff, but I mean, you gotta have that one person oh, who's yeah, gonna take tough. that, you know. So, um, because Vietnam is in that spot, um, what do you guys think? Do you guys think they'll will ever get to a point where Vietnam is gonna be able to say, "Hey, here's our quality beans"? I think if we continue to have people that are pushing Vietnamese coffee or even like uh, roasters to take a stand and say, "Okay, you know what we believe." And that we believe in this product or in this uh, origin or Vietnamese coffee, and it's like okay, so I'm gonna commit myself to buying whatever pounds of beans mm. to roast and just to even give it a try. I think, um, but I think it's definitely a gamble, like you said, and 
hopefully if people would stand up and i mean we can get more into this later on but uh i can tell you that this is not like cheap coffee and it is not cheap quality Mm -hmm. taste coffee and um um i think that people continue to stand up and like people like them right here continue to uh uh push this brand push the the people in vietnam working for to make good coffee because i think that's the only way because you know i always got about it yeah exactly i I always got to think like there's got to be one person like like a kid of a farmer or something like that right like they see the rise of like specialty coffee Mm -hmm. in other places yeah and then like you like your own dad is a farmer yeah yeah right and like but you know the stuff that they're producing and maybe you're like dang like i wish i could yeah. you know roast this to my liking or like mm-hmm. actually be able to show the world like what kind of beans we can actually produce over here so i think yeah i think the the bigger the specialty coffee world gets i think the more available we'll have uh, availability we'll have uh, coming out from them because yeah. i have read a couple articles that um they are starting to do more arabica mm-hmm. um not to say again that robusta is bad but um i think it's just a whole mindset i think i think part of it's just we haven't been exposed to it um and i think uh you know maybe somebody might dismiss it right away because they're like oh it's not arabica it's so not good quality so you're saying to people to give robusta yeah well, I'm, I'm just saying chance. like yeah i'm just saying i feel like um we just got to keep our minds open a little bit more and like not prejudge stuff right away just because of like a certain oh this is how this is supposed to taste this mm-hmm. is how this is supposed to taste um which is obviously very hard like especially the uh I mean, there's just some people that just have that mindset, like, oh, no, no, this is how it's supposed to Without even trying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've read, I read a couple articles, like, Vietnam saying, like, oh, yeah, um, you know, we're trying to produce more Arabica. And, um, I mean, that'd be cool, saying seeing that and even just seeing the quality of Robusta go up. And um, I think, like, the more, obviously, uh, roasters that, not Starbucks, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah. even just the way they roast it, you know. But the more that people, uh, the roasters or coffee shops, are take interest in Vietnamese coffee, the more that uh, Vietnam or the farmers would will, yeah. will produce yeah. Arabica coffee and stuff like that. So I think that has to go hand in hand. That has to be a like a need for it or a want yeah. for it, a demand, a demand for, for it, the supply. Where they can be like, okay, because I mean, you gotta think about it. They can't just do like a, like a little. Okay, let's do a little a throwaway batch of. Yeah, exactly. No, like it takes them a full years and yeah. years for their coffee to grow so like when they if you're gonna invest in a farm that's what i've learned and my job is like when you invest into a farm like you're investing into like years of their of their coffee to grow mm. and stuff like that to finally get it into your hands yeah so they're counting on you to follow through through your word and, and, and counting on you to to continue that relationship because they're giving you basically a piece of their land in, in, in a way right like yeah, giving you yeah. a piece of their farm mm-hmm. That way, this little section right here is being farmed and produced for you. So it's like, it goes both hand in hand. So I think it's, yeah. it's tough, yeah. sticky. I think too, like um, something that I see more more and more coffee shops. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later because that's, that's one of my points. But something I just kind of want to mention is um, I think something that would also help them and even just other places that don't have maybe that, um, maybe that, uh, what is that thing called? Like a... Uh, Resources? No, that, uh, hmm. Reputation. That's what I was looking for. Oh, reputation. Um, you know, some places that may not have that <clears throat> reputation, but if we have coffee shops that are, you know, here serving specialty coffee, yeah. And they are actually, you know, promoting and, and showing, look, these are farmers from Vietnam 
look at the way that they clean, look at the way they process the bean, all that yeah. stuff. I think it's going to bring more light into them. Um, and then, you know, that's where yeah. that demand comes from and they <clears throat> maybe start it's, changing stuff. It's crazy though because like the more that I think about it, the more that we as consumers play a role in it. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Because like, and that's, that's where it comes. We're like educating ourselves. Okay. Well, what other beans are there? Like all these things because it's it goes back to like okay does a does a coffee shop like why are they gonna put a certain beans on, on their shelves or on or on bar if people don't want or aren't asking for mm. Vietnamese coffee that's true like what does everybody ask for oh you have Ethiopia oh do you have South America coffees Colombia even then mm. right but like very very rare that you hear oh do you have any Vietnamese coffee yeah and I think that once people once the coffee shop or roaster begin to hear oh people people actually want Vietnamese coffee let me look into farms that are producing Arabica whatever mm. coffee then I think that's when the conversation changes and everybody begins to try out Vietnamese coffee. But I think that's yeah. where that's where it begins, where people, the consumers, ourselves, we educate ourselves, okay. And actually following through with it, because, like, how many people do you hear, uh, oh, yeah, we want better quality, but don't want to pay for it? Yeah. And they're, like, they're still going to buy the cheapest yeah. option on the menu. It's like you want to, it's like you say you want to support or you want to bring yeah. up, like, better quality, but obviously that comes with a price of course um but with that i I just kind of want to go straight into um muse coffee um so this is uh started by two guys coming from host san jose um like we were saying earlier that uh we met up with them last week um man super cool guys troy and troy um troy and troy easy Uh, to remember (laughs) (laughs) some of you guys might know them um yeah so i mean to put it uh, this the reason why we started the the kind of the series with is uh, because they did um, source their beans from Vietnam. Um, introduced us to their coffee, a hundred percent arabica. Yeah. So exactly what we were talking about, um, which is rare to find. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because when I was looking into it, like everything I read was like just talking about how it's all robusta. Right. Yeah, is robusta. it robusta? That you it's robusta. Yeah. Like I didn't see anything about like arabica beans at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. I mean, these are, you know, like one of the people at the forefront of trying to bring, uh, bring quality yeah. beans from Vietnam, you know, bringing the 100% Arabica and the name of it is Karate Chop. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, though. Pretty cool right. name. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, of the cup? Lalo did a Chemex right now, and I know we yeah. tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, we did try it. Troy did it, made it for us. Yeah. So, first, we, we had it... Uh, at Troy's house, Troy and Troy's house. <laughs> I'm Troy just say Troy because Troy. Troy counts for both or of them. Or Troy's. Troy. Had, we had it at Troy's house. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was really good. I was honestly, I told him I was like, I was telling George, I was like, man, I really hope it's good because, <laughs> yeah, like, man. No, but honestly, it was it was really delicious. Like, and again, guys, this is not sponsored whatsoever. Oh, yeah. 100%. This is us, like, trying to push the community, trying to bring light, shed light onto a, onto a, a Vietnamese coffee. And just because... When we met with them, which is very rare when people ask us to meet with them for to talk about something or to highlight anything. And um, with them, after conversating with them, we really just felt the connection. And I really, for me, it really did something to me. Like, wow, like I want to look into Vietnamese coffee now. Because even myself, I had, I've, and I've had, we've had so many cups of coffees. And it's like, wow, this one is different. And I was just so, I was so shocked that it was not, it was nothing like I expected it to be. It mm-hmm. was like completely the opposite which is really good it was flavor it was balanced um it did not taste like how i thought it would be which is like uh very earthy you know stuff like that it was actually like the opposite and even when you smelled the coffee bag mm-hmm. the coffee beans inside it was like it's more delicious yeah, it's i remember that. Really like almost bad, yeah. i was like whoa this is vietnamese i thought it was like 
some South America yeah. or around that area. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this smells really, really good. Um, we did, just to read off the bag a little bit, um, they do have like an intensity level. Mm-hmm. We kind of asked them about that, which was because Vietnamese, Vietnamese coffee is supposed to be yep. really strong, right? It's always, yep. Really yeah, strong. and so they kind of like kind of keep staying true to that whole mm-hmm. Vietnamese um, Which is kind of why they offset yeah. it with the whole con- condensed milk and... I mean, because it is always super strong, yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. but... We'll get into the condensed milk in a bit. Once I pass it to you, I'll, 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 I'll okay. talk about that. But, well, I was going to say that's a good thing. That I, I thought it was super cool. And just to show you, shows us, like, how much he believes in it, that he made it a pour-over, yeah. not, like, just a, you know, anybody could have hid mm-hmm. stuff with an espresso yeah. shot, you know, but he actually made a, a nice uh, Chemex pour-over, and that yeah, was super good. What did you think about me? I really liked it, like... Today's my first time trying it since I didn't meet with you yeah. guys. And I was really surprised. After everything I read today, like, it's supposed to be very, yeah. uh, what is it? Like, very strong and yeah, yeah. dark. And it's like not no what it is. Like, no flavor to it. Yeah. No, it's supposed to be, like, very, as- what is it? Acidic. Acidic, yeah, acidic, acidic yeah. like, super acidic. And I'm not getting that at all. It's really good. Muse means a source of inspiration and creativity. So, this also, their coffee is not just, like, about Vietnamese. It's also, like, mm-hmm. about uh, Vietnamese coffee. Sorry. It's also about, like... Um, here they have in their in their label it says coffee story and hustle. So um, kind of talking more about the people, the, uh, them. Um, they're like two two young guys like really hustling and like um, trying to make trying to like have their passions come into reality. And I think uh, this is like the beginning, like a first step of like how far they'll go and uh, how far it'll take them. And it's just so cool. And just like here, just to read about the little description right here on the bag, it says the karate chop has been developed to inspire the creator in you. It contains flavors that are quick and intense, giving you the ability to go to go head on against any challenge. Uh, please brew and hustle courageously. Yeah, I really love it, and I'm really like, I love the taste of it, and be able to like be behind something that tastes good, mm-hmm. and that was by two amazing people that are that created an amazing product, and then, and it's not just like a two people thing; it's like a whole. Team. Team of yeah, people, yeah. 100%. Very cool. Then uh, I got this from their website. It says, uh, most people associate Vietnamese coffee as too strong or bitter, which makes it difficult to drink on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is why, I mean, most people don't drink it on its own. Mm-hmm. Cardi Chop is 100% Arabica and has been roasted to a profile that is perfectly perfectly bold with a sweet finish. You believe in a practical cup of coffee that will get the job done and taste phenomenal at the same time, which it does. Mm-hmm. Um, something I thought was super cool, um, if you go to our website, they have uh, Chemex brew directions, like how oh, to yeah, do yeah. it uh, with the Chemex, uh, which is super cool because then, um, you know, they can kind of um, kind of give the customer a glimpse or, you know, kind of direction and what their vision of the coffee, you know, yeah. what they want to, you know. Anyways, um, the the, the <laughs> roast, I don't know how to explain it. it. Yeah, but exactly. even yeah. then, like, even or then, how they, you should make it, you know. Yeah, and yeah. They, even then, they uh, they did mention that it's very it's a very uh, middle ground. Uh, that's the worst way to say because it it's coffee. Because yeah, uh, the middle ground <laughs> literally means like ground coffee, but a good a good grind. It's a good grind. Oh, a good medium roast. It's a good coffee <laughs> for both espresso and drip, yeah, so yeah. it will taste well on both of them. So mm-hmm. kudos to that. Well rounded. Well. Yeah, that was a good. Well rounded. Like yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, uh, yeah, go um, go check their their website out. Um, something that I thought was cool that um, they include in the in the video for their like the promotion. That was such a cool video. Um, man. Yeah, it talks about all the people involved. Yeah. Um, which I mean, for like something that we were talking about when we met with them is, uh, we were talking about you know how much time <laughs> and effort everything takes and yeah. 
how you really can't do it by yourself. No, you, you need a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need it. a team. Yeah, definitely. And the fact that they moved from San Jose and they're still out here just pursuing, you know, dream. pursuing the dreams, following their passion. I mean, that's just, and especially with coffee, I mean, that's that's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Um, one little thing that I wanted to talk about really quick with them um, is that the first thing that we, you know, we were asking them, okay, so, you know, it's you guys, but obviously who else is in, involved in the whole yeah. thing? Like, they were talking about their friends and, and uh, people who <clears throat> people who are in the coffee community yeah. that um, lend their hand out. They and played a role in this. You know, same as us. Like, it's I mean, everybody's just helping each other mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something, a little something that I wanted to hit on. Um, and I just kind of named it like teamwork. Teamwork makes a dream work. Oh, yeah. Um, so coffee, I mean, in general, if you just step back and think about it like how many different steps um so something like what we were talking about earlier um it starts with the farmer right yeah um you need first you need nature to help you out yeah with the mm-hmm. rain <laughs> all right um then you need somebody to process it and then you need somebody to deliver that bean uh-huh. to you know where they're gonna yeah. roast it and then you need the roaster to take its time and mm-hmm. roast it how it's supposed to be roasted and then you need the person who's making the coffee to take their time and, and brew it to perfect. Coffee. Like there's all these steps that we could even go deeper into <clears throat> each one and how many different things it takes. Yeah. Um, and how many steps each individual takes just to get one coffee cup at the end yeah. for somebody to enjoy. And that I wrote at the end and someone has to love it. Because <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, that's a, I mean, at the end of the day, the consumers are what drives everything. I mean, obviously you need to have a customer. But uh, where do you guys think the community is going in general? You know, like, um, we see more and more coffee shops. What do you think, um, what, sorry? What do you think the coffee community is, is heading in general? We see more, okay. co- more, you see more coffee shops kind of uh, promoting the farmers and all these things. Yeah. Like, where do you guys see it kind of going? You go first, man? You no, you can go first. Where do I see the com- community, the coffee community? Yeah. I would say that... Um, do, you think, do you think it's headed more in... Uh, in a, do you think it's headed more in a space of like um, where we're just going to keep going with the, you know, local and like all this stuff and like supporting farmers? Or do you think it's going to be like, like, I mean, I always kind of compare it to wine just because it is like another craft that right. it has yeah, to yeah. do with like drinks. Um, but like whenever I go to a place where they serve wine or whenever I go, like I never really see too much. I mean, you see the pictures of the farmers. No. Like, I'm sure people are in the wine community, like, they know a lot about, you know, the farmers and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. I mean, like, for some of my friends that are, you know, going, I mean, they're not super deep into the coffee community. But, yeah. um, what do you guys think about that? Do you think we could do a better job? I mean, um, do you think we should focus more on the locals here? Um, I mean, what do you guys see it? I, from a like, barista standpoint, because I do have people that, that I ask um, about, oh, do you get to direct trade? Like, it's, yeah. you get surprised, oh, see, you get surprised when people ask because that's the thing now, right? That it's like, oh, are you guys working closely with the farmers, all that stuff? And um, I think coffee shops, I think coffee shops are doing a great job. Uh, at least the ones here in San Diego, they can only speak for San Diego, but I, what I've seen, like for example, Seven Seas, shout out to them. I, I they're always like promoting like the the farmers on there that, that they go over there and they do like little videos. So even like being able, at least by you. Um, mentioning them or showcasing them somehow with their picture. I know that 
a bunch of coffee shops posting their stories like, oh, here hanging out at this co- uh, uh, farm or whatever. Mm. And I think that, I think, and then even having pictures of like their roast, like the, the beans in the farm, like Bird Rock has like their bathroom mm-hmm. or like their hallway decorated with like farmers and about the farmer, about the farm. Yep. So I think coffee, sh- coffee shops are doing a great job. Um, but I would think that um, if I had to play like the other side, it would be like, as consumers and like loving coffee, I think we want to look more into it. Like, okay, what am I drinking on? I'm drinking like what, what who played a role in it? Mm. So it was roasted by them. It was at this farm. Cool. So like just by, I think by us being aware of like what we're drinking or, or how we, or just what we're drinking, I think is like what would help out a lot and like sharing the information. I know that sometimes as like coffee people, we want to just keep all the other stuff for ourselves. But I think, mm-hmm. As consumers, we should share the love and be like, okay, let's check this, check out this coffee shop. It's not, it's not like your average coffee shop. They do coffee work with these people, whatever. So I think sharing the knowledge is going to be important for. Or just consumers. even like letting people know the whole process of like, because I can tell you like before you went to that class and yeah. you came and told me like what goes into making a cup of coffee. I never thought about it. Like I never mm-hmm. thought back to the farmers and like all like every like just every person who picks the cherries yeah. like i never thought about that but now like i get when i get the coffee i actually do put like that to yeah. that like dang so many people like it had to go through so many people for so me to get hands, it in my yeah. yeah to get it in my hands like it makes you appreciate it more yeah so i think it's, just letting people know that process yeah that's good it is interesting because like i bet you so many people uh think that a roasted bean is how it comes mm-hmm. yeah. you know like how many people don't even know that it's a cherry and then Definitely. you know it gets Nasty processed and all that stuff that's insane yeah. so i think like uh i think for sure i mean we can always do better with education and education education but um like i feel like we're in a good place in san diego for that i don't know how many other places yeah, you know have the the demand of a of a person who can charge you know a good enough price to be able to you know go direct trade yeah. and all these things because as a coffee shop if you're really starting out how many of them can actually afford to have you yeah. know direct trade uh, yeah. all these things that yeah. i mean obviously with time comes and, and the better and the more profits you have but um but i think that's where a coffee shop should also take action and be like mm-hmm. through every cup of coffee just to spend a minute and saying oh did you know that this coffee was actually sourced from there Mm. Or or like hey uh, yeah like I'm gonna make you a drink from this origin and now they're like oh Vietnamese coffee or oh African coffee so I think by the barista or even the owner the 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 coffee shop itself mm-hmm. just saying just spending a minute or more just mm. two minutes to talk on their coffee because I know that when I'm making a pour over and I have a customer in front of me waiting like might as well create a conversation but like oh like, like where are you from and then from there go on to like yeah this coffee's from here this and that like. Uh, we've had this 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 we've been working with this farm for like it's been one of our big first coffee uh, farms that, we, that we've worked with and we're still working with them 10 years later so stuff like that is like i think is important for coffee shops at least f- for both the consumer and for uh, for the coffee shop to to be more, more successful to get more you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Sense, huh? I think something cool, like uh, we were talking. Oh, go ahead, Mini. Oh no, I was thinking. I was when you were saying that. I was saying like an easy way that people are doing that. I think like coffee shops is like naming the bag of like the coffee after the, oh, farmer, after the farmer. Oh yeah. Which yeah. brings yeah. up conversation like, farm. hey, why is this coffee named that? You know. That's and true. then yeah. the and then the barista can go ahead and tell that Spark story. Conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's a good one. That's true because I have seen it. 
And I know myself, I I have asked because of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's a great point. That's good. Um, what do you guys think of, like, uh, you know, right now, um, we have so many people who are freelancers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they can, you know, now, if you do go to a coffee shop and you see their social media, it's more than likely not a huge company behind it. It's probably one of the baristas running it or maybe one of their friends mm-hmm. who is a freelancer. Right. Um, you know, in that space and where we're headed right now, um, I feel like, I mean, that's obviously getting bigger and bigger and more people are freelancing. Freelancing, is that a word? Yeah. Yeah, right. Freelancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah, it is. Freelancing. freelancing. Yeah, right. Um, what, do you th- what do you guys think about, uh, like, what, what can we do um, as friends of these people um, to kind of keep going that way? Because I, I don't know, I feel like there's so many, like... The bigger coffee gets, the more the bigger companies are going to get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have, uh, what is it, Coca-Cola? Who Co- bought Big Coca? Uh, who yeah. bought a... Uh, Coca-Cola. Who no, no. Oh, uh, Nestle. Nestle mm-hmm. bought... Nestle? Nestle? Nestle. Nestle. Uh, they bought Blue, Blue Bottle. You know, have uh, Coca-Cola came out with a coffee drink. Like, all they, these, you They know. bought some other coffee brand yeah. that's uh, famous somewhere else. Oh, okay. Like, called. overseas somewhere? Yeah, overseas. But it's famous somewhere else, and they bought it, and they're trying to get it in the coffee game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thing, things like that were, like, I think it's getting to such a place where, like, um, we are going to start seeing more and more companies, uh, like the big sharks, come in, Tronics. you know, to Get our, the to the, oh, I would say our industry, mm-hmm. uh, to, the, <laughs> to the coffee community or the coffee industry. Um, you know, what? I don't want to say it's a battle, but um, wh- what do you see, like, what could we do as, as people, you know, like, obviously us, we're not freelancers but we're kind of in that space so we're doing our own thing um basically what i'm trying to say is where do you guys see that going well you know where do you see the industry going is it going to be turning into a like a walmart are we going back to walmart days uh because you know as much as uh people love specialty coffee here in san diego i feel like the bigger population is always going to go towards coca-cola yeah. Or a Nestle product because everybody knows about it. Because the 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 power, the, power, the mm-hmm. workforce to push it out, the money, the other stuff. So where do you guys see going? Like especially for other places, um, like let's say let's say like a random place, right? Like let's yeah. say like uh, like I want to say I, I'm I don't know I don't know about New York that much, but let's say like a place like for Idaho, or like you know these <laughs> yeah these like Just smaller places like where Shout out Idaho. you know Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think about those things because. Um, I feel like we always kind of see the coffee industry like growing, growing here yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, it's kind of hard for ourselves. Like we assume it's Somehow. growing everywhere else. Exactly. Yeah. We put it ourselves like yeah. in this per- perspective, like the coffee industry is just getting bigger and bigger and the specialty coffee. But I mean, one side of me says like, yeah, the coffee industry is getting better, like the specialty side. But I feel like just coffee in general is getting way bigger mm-hmm. and the big sharks are getting involved a lot, a yeah. lot more now. Where do you guys see that going? Do you think it uh, will be ever to combat the the big uh, corporate big boys? Uh, big boys? Cool. I don't know. I would hope so, but like thinking about it, I don't really like. I can't see like specialty coffee taking over Starbucks and Coca Cola. Like people are always gonna go to that. Like who? Because like to, when to get into specialty coffee, you actually have to like do some work, look into it, and I think people just like, you know, like it easy mm. like. The drive-through, the ease, like stuff you can buy at the store, mm-hmm. and I think that's always gonna do, like, be bigger. But I think like, 
with like well now that um blue i was like gonna say like blue bottle being sold at like target but now they're nestle right yeah but like just like if smaller coffee brands get into like stores like target and walmart i think that will help a lot Mm. but i think the big companies will will always kind of kind of appeal to the masses yeah yeah i think i think i think it's good and bad because um you never want to see a small business get pushed out but i think that um sometimes the small businesses you don't have the power to like push it out to the public where it's visible to everyone mm-hmm. um unless it's like word of mouth i think biggest thing is like word of mouth right oh what do you recommend for coffee oh we should go here but um i think they have more resources for software but i think that in one way in one in one on one hand i think is that they get to expose the coffee to people so hopefully the consumer will be like okay this tastes good like like, like you said blue bottle right mm-hmm. they're 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 at target now their packaging is amazing it looks beautiful it's like a little can it is appealing and then you look into blue bottle you see all the different brew methods you're like wow what is this coffee stuff yeah then you look into it and then next time hopefully you're at a different coffee shop and you notice that you're like whoa i've been seeing this now so mm-hmm. i think it's like it might bring that exposure that maybe you won't get from a small business because i mean you won't know about a coffee shop until someone tells you or you see it on social media mm. right yeah because even though blue bottles bought like by nestle right yeah like you, you still go to a blue bottle coffee shop and you still get good coffee, coffee and you get specialty coffee yeah so th- i think that's a way of like bringing people in that's gonna bring people yeah in. right because that's like that's the true. whole uh like the plus and minus like oh, oh yeah it's still corporate wait a but um, we just figured them like out. Like, does, yeah. does Blue Bottle have this responsibility of yeah. staying specialty, you know, mm-hmm. of giving that quality? Well, I, I think the big guys figured it out that, okay, there's something there's something in specialty. Wait, we can charge more than what we're charging? I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be all <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> theories. No, 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 no. But just think about it. That, I mean, like, good for Blue Bottle that, that they found an investor that's, mm. that, I mean, yeah. I think I would like to think that, like, again, going back to one of our previous episodes, that every coffee shop wants to make it big. Mm-hmm. at least make money i mean if not then kudos to you like that's that's awesome that you're sticking to to what you want to do but i think that like if the if the big guys can get into specialty coffee without having their big brand name in the front it's like then you're gonna, then now you get um the reach the whatever the reach reach everyone you reach to, to the, the specialty masses, yeah. and you reach yeah. the message so it's like like blue bottle like i haven't mentioned to their, their newest coffee shops but mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of good things about them like people even going, like people that I know that like specialty coffee and like are really into it, that are saying, "Oh, blue bottles like one of my favorite coffees." So it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of crazy to see that people, uh, big guys, are sneaking into a specialty coffee, and if they can blow up specialty coffee more than you know, like I guess it's a good thing. Yeah. But I think it's, um, I think we should still bring light to the small guys and, and I don't, I don't know, it's a tricky one. It's definitely because mm-hmm. uh, the next question that I had after that was actually. Um, uh, it's funny because uh, one of the Instagram uh, people kind of asked it, but it's one of the, the it was my last question I was going to ask because that's yeah. where I was headed into. Nice. What do you guys think is the last, the next wave? You know, like we're, right now we're oh, seeing like new filtered water, you know, like water being sold mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, this is your, this is going to make your coffee taste better. Yeah. yeah. What is the next wave? What do you think is going to happen next? What can coffee be improved on? Well, I think that <laughs> it's a hard one. <laughs> a, but I'm I'm trying to go based off of what I've been seeing lately. Mm. Like, for example, Cafe Moto starting to incorporate like these automatic uh, brew methods, like Chemex brewing automatically. I think there's even has they even have one at the 
Modern Times Cafe and uh, mm. on J Street. I so I think that I don't, I'm not sure that's a good or bad. I want to say bad because just because I'm I'm a manual brewer kind yeah. of thing. But you start to see like now te- now coffee moving with technology. So now it's being like those little automatic little uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like those kettle whatever kettle waters water kettles are just mm-hmm. automatically moving and brewing the coffee itself. So it seems like it's gearing towards like technology and just how advanced it is nowadays. So. I would assume just better technology and like in, in coffee. So I would assume they would also want to um, increase their convenience maybe. But now what do I want it to be? Yeah. Be more hands-on and more like manual and craft. I, I just, I think you can never go wrong with craft. And I think people, you know how like history kind of repeats itself? Yeah. Uh, kind of like clothing is now becoming popular. Like the whole Fila mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh, K-Swiss, all that stuff is coming back up again. So I want to say that craft coffee is kind of come around again and say okay you know going backwards so hopefully it's going backwards yeah. with the brew manual brew methods all that good stuff so yeah. that's always kind of a battle right like the whole uh do you want it perfect or do you want a human to do it like you know what yeah, i mean it's like the true. whole uh do you want it to taste good the same every time or would you rather have a human do it and like the care the and attention that they yeah. put kind of into it yeah well, me, like, I'm, if I'm being honest, like, anytime I get asked about, like, on oh, the next wave, I'm always, like, kind of, like, I don't even know, like. I'm too wise behind. I don't, like, I don't, like. There's a new wave or Like, really, like, I don't, I don't know, like, maybe I, I don't, like, put that much thought into it, mm. but I don't know, like, the opportunities, like, are endless because, like, if I, like, look where we're at now, like, I wouldn't have thought, like, if I would have knew coffee back then, like, do you think they would have known, like that this is the next wave yeah. like can you really predict what the next wave is you know mm. i don't know i don't know that's what i'm saying like i don't yeah. really it's me. i don't know <laughs> uh, that's a hard one I, I was trying to think ooh, i was trying to think about like what would be the next wave i think yeah it's just technology i think like uh espresso machines are gonna get crazy crazy uh modifiable mm-hmm. yeah, have you those those could you off those espresso machines where it's like all you do is literally load up the coffee, you put it in there, and it just taps it for you, and just yeah. all that once. I think it's like a Marzocco, too. Yeah, it does it. That's all. insane. I mean, Starbucks machines have everything yeah. built into it, right? Yeah. It just does it itself. It's like machines taking over for baristas. Dang it. <laughs> Wait, I mean, have you guys seen the, uh, the uh, what is that thing called? The uh, Something that Starbucks was doing where they have, like, their specialty Oh, Starbucks Reserve? Yeah, Starbucks oh, yeah. Reserve. I had to cut another one where I'm like, huh, they're There's trying to hope. get into I mean, yeah. No, but yeah, I think they've been had they've, that. They've Dude, been no, had they've it. been had I have yeah, a question. Sure. I've, I was driving and I just I was thinking about that Starbucks Reserve stuff. And I was thinking like, I wonder what would the owner, like CEO of Starbucks answer if you said, you know your coffee's not special to you. I don't know. Like, like, like you know your coffee's not good, right? So like, what do you, how do you, how would he answer that? And he's like, yeah, I know, but it makes money. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I wonder what he would say. No, it's actually good. About what? Like his coffee. Like about like the Starbucks Reserve. No, no, Starbucks what? coffee. No, oh, Starbucks. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, no, I know that it's not good, but it's convenient. So that's what we made Starbucks Reserve. Hmm. I don't know. I was like, I wonder what he thinks about his coffee. Well, because like. they started a specialty coffee, right? I don't know. So I think that's what they're trying to do with the like since they did go corporate that they're trying to still like keep it like. Like saying, hey, we still, hey, we still know specialty coffee, but we chose to go this way. But that's why, like, they're still keeping the Starbucks Reserve. Wow. Or like making more of them. That's true. Yeah. So people can see them like. You have to go lights. try one of those. Just a little coffee. There's one in Palm Springs. Crew crawl. 
go to Starbucks? Where? One in Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Oh, what? A Starbucks reserve? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's mm-hmm. Dang. I thought it was only one in Seattle. Oh, no. Uh-uh. They have different One in spots. LA, oh, wow. New York. I've only seen the one uh, on Instagram. Even like even like the, the look is like black, right? You know, they're like, like super, black, they're super nice. Aesthetically pleasing. So if you guys want to uh, buy a bag of Karate Chop, yeah. um, head on over to MuseCoffee.com. It's spelled M-Y-O-O-Z Coffee Co.com. Oh, so CoffeeCo.com. Um, I think, just to throw in, sorry, real quick, I yeah, think, um, I kind of share with them too, but um, if you can't afford coffee for whatever reason, like one of the biggest things you can do to support your your, your friends, your com- your friends that have businesses, all that mm-hmm. stuff, is by just sharing it on social media. So, if right now you can't afford a coffee bag, just say, okay, share their coffee, their coffee page, share their their website, whatever it is, and by that itself, you're just spreading the word, not just their brand, but of the the Vietnamese coffee, which mm-hmm. is what they're trying to do is bring light to and, and awareness to mm. that there's actually really delicious yeah. Vietnamese coffee. So you don't have to like cover up. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And if you look him up on Instagram, I mean, that's the easiest way. Uh, with Muse, W-I-T-H-M-Y. W-I? Yeah. With Muse. Oh. Oh. oh yeah, I thought Instagram. you said like M-I. It's M-Y. No, 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 no. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, W-I-T-H, Muse, M-Y-O-O-Z. Nice. And then on there, they have their uh, uh, link to their website and stuff. And yeah. you can see all their promo videos and their shots. Um, really cool, guys. Um we're going to be uh, making more coffee of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, really cool, guys. Also, we want to thank them, too, for even just hitting us up and yeah. uh, meeting up. That was super cool, uh, meeting them and talking all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we're going to go into the Instagram question. So, um, first, we have the the one that I kind of uh, stole <laughs> um, from Manny Pangan, P-A-N-G-A-N. On Instagram, the homie. Shout out to um, his, deli- shout out to his delicious donuts. That guy's doing it big. Um, mm. he's he had his on uh, Seven Seas. I don't know if he's still going to have them, um, but uh, you can always go to his page. Um, do not forget coffee. Yeah. Donut. Donut. Forget coffee. Um, he says, how many waves of coffee can there be? What will the future of coffee be like in 10 years? That's true. How many can one. there be? How many That's can there I'm be? Saying. How many times can you reinvent the wheel? How many waves? You'd be surprised. Though. Or you, you improve on it. All you do is like one little shift, one little tweak, yeah. and it's like, well, it's seven, like in ten waves. years, like, yeah, how many waves? Like, I remember seeing the whole, uh, oh, this is water, and it's, I yeah. was like. Well, people oh. take specific waters to their competition. Like, people that do, like, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah, yeah. coffee convention competition stuff, like, they'll pack their own water. Because water plays a big part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but I'm saying like just for people to care in general about that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's uh oh like try like just educate f- people on water now. Yeah, yeah. Like that's oh, wow. just, because I remember seeing videos of it, and I'm just thinking like, dang, how many people are gonna look at this and be like, are you serious? I think you so. know what I mean. I think there's could be tons of more waves. No, I, I think especially with like how everything's been going with like um vegan and, and just being eating healthier being more aware of what you're putting into your body organic I th- organic stuff like talking about organic coffee <clears throat> so i think that there's always going to be something crazy or like even different ways of roasting coffee like you know the whole even though it's kind of already kind of all like luwak coffee or that, that stuff like people are going to find out different ways like maybe don't roast the coffee this way roast it with this other machine so i think as long as people are, are behind it people are just so creative and like will somehow come up with something different 
I don't know. Just yeah. throwing my 50 cents. Well, what do you think? <laughs> you only got 50 cents, bro? <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think is going to be in 10 years, though? 10 years? Hopefully, it's bigger. Hopefully. Talking about the whole corporate and, you know, oh, and yeah. blue bottle. And For sure, a lot more a lot more coffee shops being uh, bought out, I think. Not coffee shops. Big coffee roasters. Bought out by big, yeah, like big ones. Like, you know, like Stumptown's already out there, right? Mm-hmm. They've been bought mm-hmm. out. Blue bottle. Like, who's next? Stumptown, you can get it at uh, Target. That's what I'm saying. Like, once they, once they get into the, I mean, think about it. Like, <laughs> just give them a shout out. You can get stumped out. Yeah, you're, 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 you're giving away free uh, advertising. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, tomorrow. But, I mean, think about it. Like, that's, that's huge for, I mean, they started off as a small roaster too. And that's big for them to make it into retail stores. Like, that's, that's crazy. So, I think, I mean, I think that coffee is going to grow. And I've always, I always have people coming to a coffee shop being like, oh, yeah, it's, it's your first time trying specialty coffee. I'm trying to get mm. her into coffee, into coffee. And it's like, it's it's a thing now to to get your friends into coffee because I think it's kind of mm. like a revelation. It's like it's like once you understand coffee, it's like whoa, there's something better. And I know you want to get everybody like all your friends and everybody yeah. and your mom wants yeah. to get into coffee. Yeah. And I think that's how it's gonna be with coffee in ten years. People are gonna know more about it. There's gonna be more room for growth, more room for other coffee businesses to get into the market. Coffee for 2020. 2020 is next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about ten, 10 years, years from now. Yeah. I was talking about Sorry. president, but I just think I'm all right. <laughs> Poor execution. Um, no. um, ten years. I think there's gonna be a lot more specialty coffee shops. I don't think people are gonna. I think people take pride in specialty coffee, just like because it is small business and that. So I don't think a lot more are gonna be bought out. I think people like would rather grow on their own than like now like. I'm trying, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, myself. If I have a coffee shop, like, I would want to grow my own before, yeah. like, I let a big corporate come just take over, you know? Do you guys I think hope it's, I hope it's more specialty coffee shops. I got a follow-up question. Do you guys think it's going to be more home brewing? Because I'm just thinking about, like, mm. how, I mean, just as far as San Diego, how many more, I mean, 10 years, like, how many more coffee shops can you fit into the city? You know what I mean? So, like, I think, and especially now with, like, technology, like, like, like on the rise with Amazon all this stuff like I mean you see coffee shops starting to get their coffee into Amazon so do you mm. guys think that people are going to start brewing at home maybe or like people selling their coffee online now like I mean how many coffee shops could San Diego fit maybe. it's not a rant it's just like trying to think yeah. one more <laughs> and it's my, <laughs> and it's, and it's one my more future one uh, on the beach oh that's true J Street oh, yeah. <laughs> the Marina Bay <laughs> I'm, um, but I really think there's a lot more space for coffee shops in San Diego. There's a lot already, but uh, like I don't know. I hope there's more. I, like I want to see like a specialty coffee shop on every block, mm. rather than seeing a Starbucks on every block. That's crazy. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, think about LA. Ah, think about true. LA. How many yeah. coffee shop specialty coffee shops like, are right in LA? Like right the street from each other. And I think you mentioned George one of the previous episodes that people just love. Exp- there's not every coffee shop is for any. For mm. everybody, exactly. so I think that everybody's gonna have their own people, their own group that the mm. customers base, whatever it is. And you're right, like I mean, Portland, Oregon. I've heard people say that there's literally coffee shops in every neighborhood, every corner. Like it's insane, and it's like it's plenty of love to go around. And like exactly. right now, look, watch. How many people do you think live in San Diego right now? One bill. One bill. Yeah. Is that a hundred dollar bill or? Uh, I'm thinking. Wait, really? How many? 
In San Diego at County? Yeah, just San Diego. 500,000. 500,000? Damn. I want to say like 1 million. 1 million? There's 1.42 million. How do you say 500,000 people? (laughs) (laughs) That's like California. Okay, but my point is, my point is. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said what? That's like California. (laughs) That makes no sense. (laughs) Why are you roasting me? This is a joke. uh, Okay, my point is that. People are going to keep moving here. People are still moving in. It's going to be the next LA. LA is going to be another yeah. place. People are going to keep moving here. Yeah, crazy drivers. We're going to have, uh, we're going to need a lot more coffee shops. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just going to keep getting more and more populated. Wow. 10 years is going to look like New York. Oh, man, dude. I'm just crazy. kidding. I don't know about that. But. Never been to <laughs> New York, so I don't know what it looks like. Damn, yeah, I've never been there either. All right, head up the next Let's question, George. That's quick. Uh, from NPD underscore three underscore foodie underscore adventures. Hey, shout out to them though. They're they're an OG. They're they're uh, they've been listening to the podcast at the beginning. So thank you so much for your support. I mean, uh, coffee crew in general. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cold versus hot latte, different taste. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Yes. Cold. Damn, you didn't even think about it. <laughs> Let me form my own opinion. All right, all right. <laughs> answer for me. All right, go since you already know the answer. Yes, is it, there's a difference. It like you know what? It's because I didn't used to be a fan of ice lattes mm. until recently. Like I barely when it started to get hot, I tried it. I would only get a hot. Yes. Wait, what? Is <laughs> I just thought about it. Wait, what? Is it? <laughs> I was picturing myself drinking the black, <laughs> like the hot and cold coffee. No. But I wasn't a fan of cold coffee, and now I am. Yeah. And now I see the difference. There is completely different taste. Right. Yeah, it's good. Wait, why didn't you like? <laughs> I'm opinion. Why didn't you like guys? I don't know. I just felt like it didn't taste good. Like I couldn't. Hmm. No, it's because I felt like, like I vibes, couldn't. No. Like, like no, no, no. I'm sure like, <laughs> no, you know, like a hot <laughs> cup of coffee, just like. You sound like a hater. I mean, there's no latte art. No latte art. You couldn't take a picture of her Instagram? Uh, exactly. No, but um, I feel like I couldn't taste it. <laughs> Why are you laughing I, I just at me? I'm laughing because I'm saying that you can't, like, for me, when I first started yeah. drinking ice lattes, I couldn't taste the coffee as much. I would taste a lot of oh, milk. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And now with the, and then with the hot lattes, I would taste the coffee, and then the milk gives it a, like, <laughs> adds to that flavor of the coffee. Yeah, that's good. That's a, dude, that's a perfect point because. When you warm it up, it's like the milk infuses or fuses with the coffee. Yeah. And when it's iced, it's like the coffee and the milk separate are still. I mean, they could become one, but they're still kind of their own thing. Yeah. I don't know if That's I explained true. it too much, but the way that I was trying to break it down, break it down in my mind right now was, when you have a pour over, and then you drink it, um, hot, mm. it tastes a certain way, right? But then mm-hmm. once you let it sit. It's like it allows the the sweetness to like to all settle in there, so then it has a different taste. Yeah. The same way with like steamed milk, right? You have mm-hmm. a a cup a cup of cup of milk, and then once you steam it, you caramelize it in a sense. So you're definitely tasting. I mean, definitely different. You're changing the drink up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah. And the coffee, because now you're putting serving it cold or hot, so um, definitely there's a difference. What's so funny? How about you have some science, I mean, homie? I told you. What? I answered for you. Yeah. Oh, but what about you? No, but to, no yeah. Yeah, same thing. I mean, same thing we just talked about. Like the, I mean, I mean, you can just think about it, just not even like tasting it, but just even thinking about it. Okay. 
you warm up the milk. So first you're there, you're changing the milk, yeah. right? So first you're changing the chase the milk already. Mm-hmm. And then we all know that hot. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're being childish, bro. I'm laughing because Lindsay's laughing. Megan's my favorite part of this podcast. I'm, I'm laughing because Lindsay's Everybody keeps saying that Minnie's the favorite part of the podcast. Yeah. You know? yeah. Lindsay said comment, that too. Comment hashtag Minnie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I just, I'm just going to edit that out. No, what I was saying though is that, okay. <laughs> hey, one more and you're out. Yeah. <laughs> that's your second strike, bro. Um... Well, think about it like uh, just sugar in general. Sugar mixes a lot better when it's when it's hot. I mean, yeah. try to put sugar. I mean, I mean, just in general, just heat makes things, yeah. you know, a lot better than than. Just leaving <laughs> it raw. I think we already established a point, George. Like, damn, bro. How many more examples can we give? <laughs> okay, anyways. Yeah. Huh? No, yeah, that's true. No, 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 it's no, good. No, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. So that's what I was saying. Yeah, but. <laughs> like, damn. Um, I want coffee the answer is yes. It changes. Yes, it changes definitely. Yeah. That's good. Thank you so much for your it question. It looks like you're wearing a hat because of the headphones. <laughs> 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 the head- Dude, <laughs> this is top production now, man. We're doing some dope audio and dope headphones. Um, so that's pretty much it uh, for this podcast. We thank you all for tuning in. Um, the hashtag for her, the hashtag. For <laughs> I said Jesus. it again. Hashtag. Hashtag. The hashtag for this is going to be uh, mini. Mini. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. mini. Yeah. So, uh, just call me your favorite uh, <laughs> uh, podcast host, guys. You want to know. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We're going to be giving away uh, shirts. Uh, we're going to throw in stickers. Um, goodies, goodies, goodies. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, we still have a, a lot of shirts left that we want to start just giving out, just giving away like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like hotcakes. <laughs> Has anybody ever given hotcakes out? No, I think you sell like hotcakes, not give away like hotcakes. Yeah, so. But I'm gonna give away as if I was selling hotcakes, right? Give away like you're selling? Yeah. No, you're giving away like. Okay, sorry, <laughs> just catch it up. You're following the podcast. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about my drink I made? Oh yeah, Where's yeah. Mini yeah. wants to share something with us today. Yes, since we're speaking about Vietnamese. Yeah, no, Vietnamese. I, I think it's really cool. Like you, like you brought culture into this. So when I was doing my research today, I put it in and like a whole bunch of things came up for like Vietnamese egg latte. Mm, and crazy. so I watched the videos and I was like, people really like this stuff. So I created one myself. It's basically egg yolk and condensed, sweetened condensed milk, like whipped up to like foam yeah. mm. over Vietnamese coffee. We did do a little. You want to taste it? No, I already tasted mine. But we did. No, it's, it's over there. We we we, left, we, we put it aside. <laughs> if anybody gets salmonella, we. <laughs> no, we did have a. No, I did get. I did get to taste it. I gotta say, I was surprised with the uh, the taste. I was expecting to taste like egg and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, I mean, I'm pretty sure. You, I'm pretty sure you did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I think the uh, the the milk condensed milk wasn't the correct one. But it's sweet and condensed. I think okay. it's just not. Okay. You're not then used to it. I don't think it. I like it. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> from it. it was pretty good. So no, no. instead of saying that you didn't like a drink, you just want to blame it on me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that. No, it's just oh, that man. the the smell, the taste. I mean, the smell and the it's just very strong, and it's not. I'm not used mm. to this kind of kind mm-hmm. of drinks. 
I think maybe if there was more coffee in it, I think that I would have yeah. definitely. But I think when I first sipped it, I gotta be honest, it did not taste like sh- straightforward uh, egg yolk. Egg yolk. So it was that was a plus. It's just mm-hmm. like getting used to that texture and getting used to that like flavors. I think it was definitely like a challenge for me. So it was a whole egg, egg yolk and it's, the white. Yeah. Two no, egg just two egg yolks. Oh, just the egg yolk. Two oh. egg yolks and some. Because I've seen a lot more coffee drinks do uh, egg whites. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, let us know if you guys have like, whipping those up. Definitely, let, it, let us know if you guys have had those. It actually tastes pretty. It tastes decent. I just think I kind of might have not. Do you think it maybe enough. darker coffee would have helped out too? Ah, that's what it it's was. It's because you know what? That's why I think it is. It's like um, over there in with Vietnamese coffee. You know, they have their special brewing. Uh-huh. Um, the equipment. Yeah, I wrote it equipment. down. It's called Fin, or I don't know if that's how you say it. Yeah, it's a P H I N. Um, if you Aww. guys ever want to make Vietnamese coffee, like that's the most general, not most general. That's the most common, common way yeah. of making it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. that's crazy. We'll actually link to the post on the post. We'll link a um a video. I don't know. We'll just find one on YouTube. I'm sure somebody has one out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so that if you guys want to try it at home, we can uh, you can do that. But um, yeah, so I did. I did see a couple of videos about that. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, and I think it's because, and they do use like the the darker, the darker yeah. beans, you know, Robusta. the robusta, robusta beans. So that helps it. That helps like uh, sweeten like it up, creamer. give it yeah. Because well, didn't you have like a history with 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 uh, about that? History lesson on that, like on like why they use condensed milk. Oh yeah. So Come on, it's your research. research. You know, it's research. George stole my bro. facts. I was like sitting here. No, Most of them you had? He, no, yeah. Everything he said, I was like, hey, I knew. Well, that. Same source. Um, but <laughs> oh, you went on Wikipedia too? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, what was it? Oh, okay. So the reason why they started using condensed milk is because it was easier to get a hold of back uh, then when they first like got into coffee. Mm-hmm. And it lasts longer. It didn't need to be refrigerated. So they started using condensed milk. And then even when they got, were able to get regular milk, they still stuck with condensed milk because they were used to it. So, yeah. Custom too. Have you guys... Your daily fat. Have you guys drank a lot of drinks with that? Condensed milk? No. Yeah. I, try, I tried, like, probably, like, one. Remember when we went to that coffee shop? I don't know the name no. of it, but I tried it. Um, it was, like, cold brew with condensed milk. I was going to say that's what I've had, and mm-hmm. it was really good. Condensed milk is used a lot, though, especially, like, in, in the Hispanic culture. <laughs> you mean the Mexican culture? But Vietnamese people use it, too. No, 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 bro, but I'm saying, like, hello. Is it thing? Are you you hear me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but you're just moving too much. Tell me no, relax, I'm, I'm here. Bro. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> Can you forget about me? Please, put me back in. <laughs> Come on, use the sound, bro. Go. No, but I know that, like, for like in our family, um, we use uh, lechera a lot. So, which is what it is, condensed milk, Mm -hmm. and uh, we use it with like strawberries and all that good stuff, like making uh, fruit salads. uh, Strawberries and uh, oh snap, like (laughs) making uh, strawberries and uh, cream. Yeah, strawberries and cream. Yeah. So. I think this podcast went long enough, guys. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this podcast. Uh, we always have fun making these, oh, yeah. and obviously, it makes us happy that somebody out there is Yo. listening. <laughs> my dad's listening. My, dad's 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 <laughs> my dad randomly texted me, like, I listen to all your podcasts. 
Yeah. Wow. And I, I was like super surprised. I was like, okay. He says he likes them, so shout out to my dad. Hi, Mr. Bobby. Um, again, shout out to Christian. I mean, that was that means the world to Definitely. us. And every yeah. any every and every one of you. Uh, I think I said that wrong. Uh, every, every single one of you. Every single. Every every one. Every, uh, every single one of you guys yeah. who um, tunes in, likes our posts, yeah. um, interacts with us. Um, yeah, you guys are all super cool. Um, it means the world to us um, that people uh, actually care yeah, <laughs> and want yeah. to uh, listen to that. us. And obviously, we want to talk to you guys. So um, don't be shy. Or if you guys see us, um, you guys kind of know what we look like for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a camera now, so we make Check us content. at the. I don't know. Whenever we have another, whoever does another latte event, uh, yeah. Lalo will be uh, competing. competing. Yeah. Hey, see if he wins something uh, this time. You've been uh, doing a lot more throwdowns with the, with the Koba group. So I saw that. Yeah. So we've been out trying to get down and. Javon's been killing it. Javon. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Um, again, the code is Mini. And uh, that's two N's, M-I-N-N-I-E. Yeah. And again, uh, follow Muse on Instagram with Shout Muse. Uh, check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, check out Vietnamese Coffee. Yep. Yeah, as a whole. Look for it. Um, again, um, we're going to put out a post um, so you guys can vote on what um, origin we're going to do next. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then that way you we, you guys get uh, what you want and we give the people what they want. Give them what they want. Uh, <laughs> so uh, until next time. Um, yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. Later, dudes. <laughs>